This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Coming up on Millennial. Can't you say like you're, you're a whole meal and like an appetizer? Oh, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> you just keep going. You're like, you're a whole meal, an appetizer, a dessert, like a, a, a drink. Five course, you know, <laughs> you're a five-course meal, baby. Experience. Yes. So like someone at Amazon saw this and was like, I'm putting it in the green bag. (laughs) That was probably the highlight of their day. (laughs) Wasn't it just last week, Laura was like, we have to respect Gen Zers. They're the next generation. This means war. It's not reciprocated. And I still, I still agree with that statement because what Chloe is doing right now is good naturedly punching up. This is probably a bad time to mention that I got the last tub of cream cheese at Costco. <laughs> Pamela. Anti-Semitic. Pam. <laughs> wow, full name. That's how I know I messed up. Welcome to Millennial 748, our final episode of the year. I'm Andrew. I'm Laura. And I'm Pamela. And it's going to be a relaxed, holiday-themed episode today, and we are joined for the first time by our social media manager, Chloe. Hi, Chloe. Welcome to the show. Thanks, y'all. I'm hyped to be here. We are hyped to have you. We love Chloe. We quickly fell in love with her. She's been so great to work with over the past month or so. And Chloe, you are a Gen Zer. I am. I am a Gen Zer. I love the way that you said that. <laughs> Everybody like brace yourself. Other, yes, this other. Yeah. I am a Gen Zer and proud of it, baby. You should be. Own it. Now, I but Chloe, like you're on the low end of Gen Z. I mean, you're like 23. What the fuck Who? does that mean? Low I mean, end? You're, you're no no no. A young High Gen Z. No, no, no. I'm <laughs> I'm the opposite. I'm like, so okay, you know the term geriatric millennial oh, yeah. when when i'm older i will be a geriatric gen zer because i'm like on the how old are you say it so I, <laughs> i'm 22 hi everyone oh. <laughs> i'm Excuse a baby me. i just graduated <laughs> college um, and gen z is born from 1997 to 2012 about so that would make me an elder Gen Zer or a geriatric <laughs> Gen Zer. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Chloe's one of these people who we were shocked to learn she was 22. She's like wise beyond her years. She acts like one of us in terms of like professionalism and yet is so young. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you say she acts as professional as us, I was thinking she's more professional than we are. I remember when we spoke with her for the first time, I was like, oh my God. She's very organized. She's on it in a way that I have not quite achieved myself. So (laughs) I'm actually looking to Chloe for inspiration on how to be more productive. 
<laughs> and this be the whole episode, y'all just talking about how great and organized and professional I am. No, that's that's going to be about it. We don't need to inflate your ego anymore. <laughs> no, but it's 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 well deserved. It's well deserved. So you kind of started explaining what a Gen Zer is. Yeah, I'm just shook that y'all think I'm professional because I'm out here in our Slack channel, y'all thirsting after (laughs) celebrities. I'm, you know, saying curse words. So I'm so glad that y'all think that that's professional. But but there's a balance. There's a balance. It's being organized and having a good time. True. And I'm here to bring the Gen Z experience, which (laughs) is honestly a lot of existential dread and revolution. (laughs) If I was going to sum up Gen Z, I'd say we're really into like combating the system, um, fighting the man. We're really into existential dread and honestly jokes about dying, which as a whole nother thing. And we're also really obsessed with the nineties, which is so funny. Cause like the earliest Gen Zers were born in the nineties. I was born in 99. Yo. Yeah. Uh, uh, last nineties, so, baby. But you don't remember the nineties. I think that's no, the difference. Yeah. Right? It's vintage. The nineties are vintage. Right. <laughs> Just like I was born in 89, but of course I don't remember the eighties. Cause I was right. a wee boy. There's like two categories I think of when I think of Gen Zers. So I'm actually technically a zillennial, which is, I guess, a subcategory of Gen Z. Y'all were talking about how like, I'm okay. I'm a geriatric Gen Zer. I'm on the older end of Gen Z. So I'm like an in-betweener. I remember VHS. Like I, I genuinely remember VHS. I remember tape recorders and I remember the invention of the iPhone, but, <laughs> but I grew up with social media and I, and I'm filled with that existential dread. So I'm like an in-betweener, but the Gen Z like entire, I guess, generational population is are called zoomers which is a playoff boomers because we're their like antithesis i hate the word zillennial it sounds like you know like an alligator or something you know what i mean yeah it's not cute (laughs) (laughs) so chloe you gathered some gen z terms to quiz us on today to see if we can figure out what the hell they mean. I told a story on the show, I think, a few weeks ago that you started using bet on Zoom with me. And I was like, what are you saying? I don't know what is going on right now. But these these ones are even um, next level. Yeah, I figured we should do it at the beginning of the episode because I'll probably be using Gen Z terms throughout. Like maybe we need like Chloe decoder or dictionary or something. So I thought it might be good for us to do this at the beginning. So people know what the fuck I'm talking about. (laughs) I also want to note that most of these are AAVE. So African-American vernacular English, they don't come from nowhere. Like we should recognize that most of these terms come from, you know, AAVE and it's just something I wanted to mention because we steal obviously a lot of culture from Black people in America. Just mm. facts. But I just wanted to say that before we get into it. And I also tried to pick terms that I didn't think y'all would know. Because let's be honest, Pam and Laura are on TikTok. They have Gen Z tendencies, in my personal opinion. Oh, what <laughs> yeah, do you think Z of that? Tendencies. <laughs> Does that make you feel young? Of course. Yeah. 
Actually, <laughs> I got ID'd the other day and it was the first time I've been ID'd in a while. And I was like, oh, I get ID'd all the time. Not to not to brag, um, but I especially get ID'd with <laughs> Such my a humble brag. I, I especially get ID'd with my um, with my brothers, because even though they're all younger than me, they all have like mad facial hair. <laughs> And so they look older and and they're much taller. And so in comparison, I guess I just look. Yeah, you kind of much younger like little sister vibes. Yes, 100%. (laughs) They're all like six feet plus and I'm five five. I feel it's a compliment to me. You having Gen Z tendencies just means you're really fucking cool. That doesn't mean yeah. Andrew's oh, not shit. cool because you totally are, and I love yeah. you, Boo. But they just both have Gen <laughs> Z tendencies. I'm cool in a different way. I just without the Gen Z tendencies. <laughs> yeah, no, you're so cool. You're so cool. <laughs> so let's get started. This first one is like I'm warming y'all up. Drip, D R I P drip. What is drip mean? Try to use it in a sentence if you're confident. Let's see I was going to say, is this like a spelling bee where we can ask <laughs> to hear the word in a sentence? No, 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 no. I want to hear what y'all think drip means first, and then I'll tell you what it means in a sentence. I honestly don't know. It's like, I think of coffee when I think of drip, or oh. like a steady drum beat of something. Oh my. Okay. Um, I've definitely heard it used, but I haven't heard it in enough examples to feel like really confident. But I feel like it's a good thing. It's like yeah. positive. It's cool. It's totally a good thing. It's 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 a way you would describe a cool person, mm-hmm. I would suppose. Doesn't it have to do with like style and yeah, stuff too? Yes. So like I could be like Chloe has drip because she's always in her, you know, leather jacket like that. Yellow I jacket, leather knew jacket one of room. y'all were going to bring that <laughs> shit up, man. I was I like, like to not bring it up anymore. I did it because I knew it was going to bother Andrew. <laughs> it doesn't bother me. I admire the leather jacket that Chloe's always wearing. Andrew's just jealous that I'm consistently sexy in leather. I I am. I yeah. am. I'm sitting here in a crappy Santa hat with a t-shirt on. You're rocking the leather and the necklace hey. and the earrings. Hey, what? this show bought you that Santa hat. You take that back. <laughs> Did the show buy me the Santa hat? I don't know. Okay. Anyway. So I could say that man across the room in the Gucci blazer has mad drip. It, it does have to do with a sense of style. It, it basically means sexy or cool sense of style slash vibe. So if someone's wearing a really, really cool outfit, I'll be like, oh, they got that drip on. Um, got it. It's another evolution of swag. I also should say that a lot of these words essentially can like are interchangeable. <laughs> like you could say a lot of them in place of the other. So I guess, yeah, this would be the Gen Z version of swag. Got it. Mm-hmm. I remember a time when some people some millennials would do this they would say swag swag and they they, it was like always a double thing do people do do people go drip drip no no we're not that cringy (laughs) we leave millennials to the cringe good swag swag i'm gonna start saying that now let's bring it back start it yeah Uh, please don't i was at a party with a guy once who did that and (laughs) i was like who are you are you real immediate turn off immediate turn off you don't just have swag. You've got swag, swag. You're really swaggy. Oh my god! If someone said up, came up to me and did that, ironically, I think that I would be into that. But like seriously, <laughs> I I'd be like, sir, please exit. <laughs> you are not welcome here. Okay, this is the next one. 
This one I think is like self-explanatory. So I hope you get it. CEO of. Yeah. You're like king of something. Like yeah. we like to use the phrase king. Yeah. Oh, no. King's still a thing. King's still. Okay. King's still cool. Yeah. Like Chloe is the CEO of leather jackets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. I'm so glad you said that. Which have some serious drip. Oh, yes. Is that right? Look okay. at that. <laughs> y'all, are, y'all are basically Gen Zers now. Basically. Okay, let's move on to the next one. What about Steez? No idea. It, it All it does is make me think of D's nuts. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just because of the spelling, I don't, Steez. I don't know what it is. Okay, so Steez is drip. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. So, like, you can use those interchangeably. Steez is, like, effortless style. And it actually originates originated in like the snowboarding and ski world which I'm a, oh, pro- okay. a proud member of but if you see someone you're like oh mad steez you know which I keep using mad as a <laughs> as an adjective <laughs> but like if if a person has steez they're again effortlessly cool awesome okay 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 <laughs> this one is fun and it's a variation of another slang word because they they evolve as we know but right a whole meal you're really hot yeah. Mm-hmm. Like not a snack, but a whole meal. Yeah, yeah. exactly, Pam. I feel like I hear Pam use this one from time to time. <laughs> have I have I said that to you before? I think so. <laughs> Maybe or a snack. At least at least you've said a snack. I'm sure I have. And I feel like this one is pretty meal. like it's used. Oh a my lot. god, stop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want to be like he's can't just you say so like you're, you're a whole meal and like an appetizer. Oh, oh whoa. <laughs> you just keep going, you're like you're a whole meal, an appetizer, a dessert, <laughs> like a, a, a drink. Five course, you know, <laughs> you're a five Michelin course meal, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you're a exactly. tip on the bill. Yeah, you just like want to <laughs> eat them up. That's basically what it means. They're yummy. <laughs> okay. I have to give credit to Lizzo for this. She is the reason that I know what this mm. means. Uh, True. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's baby. I'm not a snack. I'm the whole damn the whole meal. Whole damn right? meal. Yeah. 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 Lizzo is God. I mean, come on. I agree. <laughs> she is everything. Okay. Perfect. Let's. <laughs> okay. I live. I use this one a lot to roast my friends. I'll give you a. That's a hint. But living rent free. Oh, I mean, we always say, you know, something's living rent free in my mind. Yeah, that's like, exactly I always... it. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we use that too. We use that too. Maybe you, I'm a zillennial. Yeah, you're totally a zillennial <laughs> for sure. <laughs> like, okay, for example, my, I'm in a fantasy football league, yay sports, and my coworker messaged the entire group chat, which includes my CEO of my company, and was like, Y'all, I'm so excited that I beat Chloe. Like, this is so cool that I beat Chloe. And did I mention that I beat Chloe? So I replied all and I said, I'm so glad that I live in your head rent free. (laughs) And then I said, actually, I own skyscrapers in your brain. (laughs) So again, (laughs) it can evolve. It can evolve. (laughs) Okay, this one I think is also pretty standard. So maybe Andrew also knows this one. My like don't. Oh, you don't? You don't know Cass Andrew. No, I don't. Cap. What does cap mean? It says cap or cap emoji. So I don't know. You're you're putting a cap on something like and that's the cap. No, no. (laughs) Like like, period. Absolutely not. That's not what that means. Pam, do you know? I do know. Uh, Yes. Yeah. Cap is a lie. So you can say like cap or no cap. 
Yeah. No cap would be like a truth. Yeah. Like Andrew's oh. the best boss. No cap. Was, oh wow i see that was nice but why cap why a hat i it's like listen i don't know andrew it <laughs> okay <laughs> it is what it is okay okay all right i'm gonna start using that one this is my fa- this last one is my favorite one my favorite one because genuinely it's all about millennials <laughs> Uh oh. but chuggy uh i again i don't know and this is a gross looking word Chuggy. It's right. It's like lame. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In a way, right? No, you're right. Lame out of touch. So basically, Gen Z has decided that everything that millennials care about and grew up with and think is cool is chuggy. Um <laughs> Gen Z has basically just said that millennials are chuggy. Um, and there's definitely a consensus a consensus with the entire Gen Z community that Disney adults are chooky. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, just wasn't it just last week, Laura was like, we have to respect Gen Zers. They're the next generation. It's this not means reciprocated. War. And I <laughs> this still, means war. I still agree with that statement because what Chloe is doing right now is good naturedly punching up, right? There's a difference between that and punching down. Well, she's educating us. Now we can assimilate with Gen Z if, you know, the time ever comes and they're trying to take us out. (laughs) (laughs) I am a Disney adult and I will come out and say that a lot of things I do is chooky. Like I made a TikTok about Barbie movies 30 minutes ago. That's probably cringe and chooky. Yeah, we're all a little (laughs) lame sometimes. Exactly. And we should embrace it. Right. Oh, I completely agree. All right. Well, thank you for enlightening us there, Chloe. I'm going to try to involve uh, add, add cap to my vocabulary. And bet. <laughs> and bet. Definitely bet. Bet as well. Um, You have a... When I think the first or second time we met over Zoom, you had a great story about getting vaccinated and your mom's questions about that. Mm-hmm. And I've wanted you to tell this on the show ever since. So please enlighten us. Okay. I need to preface this story with quite a few things, which maybe... <laughs> People are going to be like, oh, one of those stories. But my parents are boomers. And for the person in the Discord that asked if boomers are chuggy, absolutely the chuggiest. My parents are boomers, so they're much older than me. And they have a Gen Z child, which you can assume is absolute chaos. And not only that, my mom is an immigrant. She is French. So my mom's super French. My dad's super American. And I speak fluent French. And I'm both French and American. And my mom, as well-intentioned as she is, and I love her to death, she gets sucked into, like, the Facebook conspiracy videos. (laughs) Like, the Facebook fake news. I shouldn't laugh. It's horrible. No, it it is horrible. And again, like... (laughs) love her to death. She gets sucked into these videos. And I got the vaccine really early on. I worked at a gym and with kids and I, you know, I was like, make me a Guinea pig. I don't give a shit, whatever. There's that existential dread. (laughs) Whatever. If I die, I die. I'm getting this vaccine. I (laughs) I was trying to have like a a hot vaccine winter. (laughs) I got it in, I got it in February. Exactly. I (laughs) I got it in February. So my mom, she calls me and she's like, Chloe, I'm like, oh my God, what? She's like, Chloe, you need to get a magnet 
right now. And I'm like, a <laughs> magnet? Why do I need a magnet? And she's like, Chloe, you got your vaccine. You're, you got your second vaccine dose. Yes. I'm like, yeah, mom, I got my second vaccine dose. Kind of feel like shit. What, why do I need a magnet? And she's like, Chloe, I saw something on the internet and the government put a chip inside you. And I'm like, <laughs> mom, the government did not put a chip inside me. I watched this person <laughs> inject my vaccine. And she was like, Chloe, you need to get, you need to get a magnet. You need to, I'm sorry, I can't. You need to, I'm not going to sleep Your today. mom was dead serious about this. She was Your so mother. serious. She's so serious about me getting a magnet. So I did. So I fucking got a magnet. I got a magnet. I went to Smith's, which is like a grocery store in Utah. Great food store. Better than Publix. Go ahead. Oh, hey. oh. I don't know why you're taking shots at me. <laughs> That's a reference to something later. Sorry. Go ahead, Jesus. Chloe. <laughs> so she, so she, so I got this magnet and I FaceTime her and she's like on the edge of her seat. She genuinely thinks that if I take this magnet, it's going to connect with my fucking, like my left fucking arm. I'm like, all right. So I grab the magnet. I put it to my arm. Guess what? Doesn't attach. <laughs> And she was blown away. She was like, I cannot believe that this video I found on Facebook lied to me. (laughs) And I was like, you know, not everything on the internet is true, mom. Oh my God. (laughs) Um, And she still unfortunately gets sucked into those conspiracies. And again, I, I shouldn't laugh because it's a real problem with misinformation. No, I'm it sitting is. here crying laughing. <laughs> well, the story's uh, really good, right? Yeah, like, and Chloe with the voice really listen, sells it. Listen, right. listen, liberal Gen Z daughter with conservative as fuck boomer parents do not recommend that combination. <laughs> so I just so- don't. So I guess they're not vaccinated still, or are my they? dad is a doctor. He's fully vaccinated. <laughs> okay, but still, your mom. Did she it? have him put a magnet on his? No, arm no, oh, no. Okay. Well, so he got he got the vaccine first because he was t- taking like ER call, you know, and he was doing surgery on patients. Like, okay, my dad's a plastic surgeon. I mean, he can you can Google me and my whole family, and we pop up. So listen, oh, not everything's it. everything's up there, um, and genuinely, my. My dad, you know, got the vaccine, whatever. He believes in it. It's science. Great. Awesome. My mom is like a naturalist, not like to a crazy extent, but she's like, Chloe, like the more you can do natural, uh, it's better. You know, you don't want to take so much medication. She married a doctor. I truly, (laughs) I truly can't. Oh, it's so great. That's so great. Yep. (laughs) Thank you for sharing that. Man. I, I kind of want to have like Chloe's mom as a recurring character on the show. <laughs> I'm happy to tell you so many stories Her, of her latest this woman. vaccine tips and thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, okay. <laughs> she she genuinely is like the least medication, the better. This is a whole nother thing, but I had breast cancer when I was 19 and that's everywhere as well. But I had like pain medicine after the surgery that I had. And she was like, Chloe, take as little as possible. And I was like, mom, oh. my boobs just got chopped the fuck off. Shut up. I was yeah, like, no, no. Jobs, how uh, avoiding modern medicine worked out for him. Oy, and oy. so many others. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, he infamously refused the CEO of Apple refused modern medicine. 
He was doing all of the, this hippy dippy shit. None of it worked. He's dead now. You got to wonder if he took real medicine, if he got proper cancer treatment, would he have survived? Better chances, probably. But yeah. I will want to say my mom is also like a, a Jewish Sephardic witch. So that's why she's into that sort of stuff. Like she genuinely has like a sixth sense that scares the shit out of me. She's a whole, a whole thing. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah, happy to talk about it. Well, welcome, Chloe. <laughs> it's nice to have you. And we're going to get to our gift exchange in a little bit. We're going to look back at 2021 and we're going to look ahead. We're going to make some predictions and we're going to review the predictions that we made this time last year and see which came uh, true and which were very off. But we wanted to talk about Spider-Man No Way Home. This is the new Spider-Man movie that just came out the other day. Laura, Pam, let's start with your reactions to it, because I know you were both big fans and you told me something earlier today I'm, I'm not particularly pleased by, but let's hear your reviews first. Oh, you're not particularly pleased by? I'm. I feel like I'm in trouble. I really loved the movie. I went on opening night. I was in and and it wasn't even opening night. It was like the Thursday night. So I got into like an 11 p.m. showing. Everyone in the theater was so excited to be there. Um, Every little like little or major thing that was introduced in the movie, people were like jumping out of their seats and like punching the air and so excited um, so it was a great atmosphere to be in. It honestly reminded me of midnight releases with Harry Potter. So that was really nice. It was like, oh, it's really nice to be back in a space like this. Um, and then the movie was just like chef's kiss. Like, I think honestly better than Avengers Endgame, which was something John Thrasher and I spoke about over the weekend. Um, um so yeah, I've seen it twice. <laughs> You Maybe that's twice? what you're not pleased about. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm not pleased about. Laura went and saw it twice, and I found out earlier today she's going a third time later this week. Have you heard about the coronavirus? You're sitting around with people for hours in an enclosed space. Okay. Yeah, so okay, in, you're wearing a mask, but come in on. In my defense, later this week, we're going to like a daytime showing so I don't anticipate it being super crowded at that point. But yeah. I will definitely own up to like, yes, I went to the movies twice this weekend. Obviously, the first time I went, the theater was very full. Second time I went, it was more medium. It wasn't super okay. packed. I think most of the like packed movie theater action happened on Thursday night, at least in my area. And yeah, it's... It's definitely something that I I kind of I feel of two minds on, you know, going to the theater because this time a year ago, I would have never gone to a movie theater. We all remember feeling like we couldn't do things like that. I also yeah. really enjoyed it. And um, I also had a very um, like, I guess, interactive would be the right word audience. And like Laura, it just like filled my heart with so much warmth to be back in that atmosphere. It was not a packed theater at all, even though I went after 10 a.m. I did not go to the early first showing. (laughs) I went Thursday to the first showing that they had near me, which was at 3 p.m. And there were about maybe like 50 people in the theater. And it was a big theater. So I felt pretty safe, kept my mask on the whole time, which is how I've been operating anytime I go to the movies. 
since COVID. So um, yeah, I didn't feel like any sense of dread being in there and everyone was pretty spaced out, which is really nice. But yeah, it was just like so fun to to be in that interactive atmosphere. And uh, the movie was great. All of the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies have been really, really good. But this one was like on another level. Yeah. yeah. I saw two, really enjoyed it, just like everybody else. I'm not as big of a Marvel fan as you two, so I don't think I appreciated it just as much as you two did. Like, like Pam, you said you're going to be going maybe a second time later this week. That's what I, I was. Re- well, I wanted to go again, like, right after I got out, but I haven't <laughs> been able to because I've been so busy. Um, yeah. So I might go to, like, a really late night showing this week sometime. Yeah. I don't know. I've kind of seen the ebb and flow of audience traffic at the theater I tend to go to and there are really not a lot of people like I was able to get Hmm. Spider-Man tickets the day of like 40 minutes before the show that's really good and a seat you liked Mm mm-hmm wow yeah I mean I picked a seat that I knew that nobody was gonna like sit near me so you were like front row no 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 no. I was like you know like nowadays when you go into the theaters they have like the railing and then there's the like before the amphitheater so I was like Uh in the first row of like right in front of the railing but um on like an aisle seat and most people were like kind of sitting in the middle which is fine I actually don't mind sitting in aisle seats like it doesn't bother me but I know some people really want to be like right in the middle but despite coronavirus it broke box office records left and right. It is now the second highest, the second biggest box office opening ever behind Avengers. Which one? Infinity. No, it swung. Um, Endgame. Endgame. Mm-hmm. Only behind Endgame. So really impressive, especially with Omicron really uh, exploding in the United States and a lot of people being concerned about that. By the way, Omicron is now uh, 73% of COVID cases. It went from like 3% to 73% in the course of a week. So it does spread easily. Jury's still out on if it's any more dangerous than the other variants. Laura, you mentioned people were like, reacting to every little and big thing like the big things i get but there is one person three four seats down to my left who would applaud at seemingly completely random times <laughs> he was the only person in the theater doing this and it like once or twice okay but i swear to god it was like every 10 minutes and i'm like nobody knows what you're geeking out about so can you please just try to like keep that to yourself <laughs> it was really a loud like like someone just won best picture at the Oscars or something. I I had a worse experience. I went this weekend too and I loved it. Um, except, there was a guy right behind me and my best friend. And we also got tickets like 40 minutes before. It was super impromptu. There was a guy behind us genuinely moaning, genuinely moaning what? the whole time. He was like, oh, oh. <laughs> Mm. And we were like, that was Mark. That was Laura's Mark. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, we saw it in Georgia. No, but I, I was like, what the fuck is wrong with this man? I turn around. It's like an old it's like an old man. I think it was like probably like his joints or something. I don't know, man. But oh, so he, he wasn't was, reacting to the plot. He was in pain. I think so. But it was like genuine moaning. And there was one time it was like the movie was really quiet. It was like such a quiet moment. And then he would just hear me. He's like, oh, wow. Oh, no. He ruined it. He didn't ruin the movie. It was still super funny. And that's what I appreciated most about this movie is how funny it was. But uh, yeah, that was that was fun experience. <laughs> that is fascinating. 
So speaking of Mark, um, Spider-Man is is kind of like his Harry Potter. He's been reading Spider-Man comics since he was a small child um, and like has a lot of experiences, you know, surrounding like growing up being a comic book nerd and how that used to not be cool. And now it is cool. And so what it's like to sort of see these characters on the big screen in this way. But when this man came home, he he went and laid down on our bed, <laughs> said nothing, and just stared up at the ceiling oh and started goodness. smiling. Oh, oh my wow. gosh. That's so wholesome. That makes me so happy. I know. So cute. Yeah. He was so, so he excited. Was happy. Did he kind of know, like... What was going to happen or were there like, was he surprised by any of the turn of events or anything like that? So I would say some of the larger strokes of themes of people, of things people thought might happen. He was pretty close, um, but that didn't take away from any of the enjoyment because there were still plenty of surprises to be had. Um, And the way they told the story was ultimately what made the movie so good um, and the way that it fits into the rest of the MCU and what it sets up for future movies. Um, as I said, like best Spider-Man movie better than Endgame, And uh, I can't wait to be able to talk about it more in depth. Um, Mark and I are going to be doing a Spider-Man spoiler filled edition over on our Patreon over the holiday break. Um, So we're really going to dive into a lot of the nitty gritty of this new Spider-Man movie, how it fits into the MCU, what it sets up for the stories to come, um, what little um, clues and like smaller Easter eggs we noticed throughout the film. And we're really looking forward to it. We've like talked about it multiple times. Like one of us will bring up a point and be like, oh, we got to mention that in the video. Um, So keep an eye out for that over on the Patreon. And I believe that's going to be the first in our new Geek Out series that technically premieres in 2022, but it's premiering a little bit early. Yeah, I don't think we've actually announced this yet either. Well, we are so, now. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, so we're adding a new thing to the Bay level over at our Patreon. Like Laura said, it's called Geek Out. And it's where one of the three of us, or maybe Chloe from time to time, if she's feeling up for it, um, can just totally nerd out about something. So if Laura and Mark want to geek out for however long about Spider-Man, they can. If Pam wants to rave about the latest Taylor Swift album, they uh, she can. If if I want to geek out about something Apple or a TV show I just saw or whatever, this is going to be our place to either um, write something up or we'll record something on mic or on video. And you'll see these come up throughout the year. And this benefit joins all the other benefits that we have on our Patreon. Mine will be about Barbie movies. And or my mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. New uh, another new benefit. Chloe just sharing stories <laughs> about her mom with the French accent as well. <laughs> Maybe I'll get her on. I'd be like, "Mom, here, it's time for your close up." <laughs> she she'd be so excited. She could spread all her vaccine information. Oh, misinformation. E- no, we're not going to. There's enough of that on the internet. We would get banned from Patreon. Patreon would be like, "This is too much." Magnets? Are you kidding me? <laughs> What happened to you guys? (laughs) 
So speaking of the Patreon and the show in general, I have a couple of housekeeping items as well. Spotify users, you can now review the show within the app. So we would really appreciate if you left a quick starred review. It's just a starred review. It's not a written review. Uh, Within the Spotify app, just go to Millennial on Spotify and uh, you'll see a little rating system there. And just leave us a review. We would really appreciate that. That helps us convince potential new listeners to check us out. So thank you in advance. Also, we will be off for two weeks. I think uh, this episode, we're going out on the high, I would say. So hopefully we'll leave you uh, satisfied. But we will be off for two weeks. Join us over at MuggleCast, though, for our reaction to the the Harry Potter reunion special on January 2nd or 3rd. That is coming out on New Year's Day. A lot of Harry Potter fans are excited about that. And we will be recording an episode January 2nd. And then it'll be out either the 2nd or 3rd. Also. We won't be completely gone because for the first time maybe ever, we will be releasing this week's After Dark on our public feed next week. So this will help you get a taste of the Patreon. Pam, what are we doing in this week's After Dark? We're going to be talking about uh, ghosting in the age of online dating. And then I also have a family drama related story that I'm going to tell. But Andrew has promised me that it's going to stay behind the paywall because that. Yeah. yeah. So if you if you want to hear my crazy family drama, BS, <laughs> then, then you got to fork up some cash because I really need that to stay. <laughs> to stay not that you got to pay for it. <laughs> That part will stay behind the paywall. The reason we do put stuff behind the paywall, like the personal stories, the gossipy stuff, is because we know who is listening. We can see exactly who's there. So it's more comforting to us knowing that. Uh, Except my family stuff, apparently. <laughs> well, that's your choice. Oops. <laughs> I've ghosted so many people, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so so we will release this after dark minus Pam's story in the public feed uh, probably next week. But that'll be a fun After Dark because we'll be talking about dating and ghosting, like Pam said. And I think we all have some pretty strong opinions about that. So that'll be available at patreon.com slash millennial. And last but not least, base, do not forget to fill out the form on our Patreon to receive the Millennial Water Bottle. The deadline is December 31st to fill out that form. If you're not a patron, if you're not a bay, that's okay. You still can upgrade or pledge at the bay level to receive the water bottle. If you do pledge or upgrade between now and December 31st, you will receive the water bottle in April. Thank you to everybody who supports us. We really could not do it without you. It means the world to us to have your support. I know we say this again and again and again, but I really, we mean it from the bottom of our hearts. So thank you. And speaking of thanks, thank you to all of our sponsors this year. They've been truly helpful in running the show. And thanks to all of you for using the links and promo codes. So long as you use those, these advertisers will keep coming back, which is a huge help to us. So thank you in advance for doing that as well. Uh, Scribd is back to sponsor this week's episode, and I want you to give them a try this holiday season while you're looking for something new to read. With so much content out there and in a million different places, it can be tough to decide what to read or listen to next. With Script, you get instant access to millions of ebooks, audiobooks, magazines, and more, all wrapped up in one subscription. You also get thoughtfully curated editor's picks and smart recommendations based on what you've read, which makes choosing your next book that much easier. I checked out Script and love the amount of content that is available to you. I can read magazines like Entertainment Weekly, People, and Time. 
I can read current New York Times bestsellers, Pulitzer Prize winners, and so much more. With Scribd, the world's most fascinating library is at your fingertips, all for just $9.99 a month. You'll get to enjoy instant access to Scribd's entire library for less than the cost of a single book. It couldn't be simpler. No complicated credits or additional purchases. Wired, TechCrunch, and Forbes have all called it the Netflix for books. We've got a really great offer that will carry you well into the new year. Right now, Scribd is offering our listeners a free 60-day trial. Two months! Go to try.scribd.com slash M-I-L-L for your free trial. That's try.scribd.com slash M-I-L-L to get 60 days of Scribd for free. And the link is also in the show notes. All right, so let's get to our gift exchange. We do this every year. So what happened was we did a Secret Santa setup on Elfster. They let you set up a Secret Santa exchange for free. And we all drew names and we have our gifts. Laura, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I saw you in the Discord say you're struggling. And like, oh, you're, no, I'm just like, I'm having... I'm having fun with the patrons. No, I oh, okay. the, my my uh my gift is on the larger side, so I'm kind of having to like sit far away from my desk. <laughs> oh, That's I see. That's probably why my posture looks strange. All right. Well, do you want to go first then? So I realize as I'm doing this, um I've <laughs> my brother got me this letter opener oh. from Austria when he was over there visiting. Um, pretty sure it's like actually a letter opener and not a dagger because it's like dull as shit. But <laughs> okay, that's good to know. <laughs> I just as I like pull this thing out, I didn't want anyone to be like, "Why is she stabbing that box?" <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I also just wanted to say that Andrew, like, it's kind of sexy when you read the ads. It's kind oh, of it's you. kind of good. Yeah. Wow. I don't think wow. I've ever really noticed that. Wow, and you would say that's no cap. Yeah, it is. It is no cap. You sounded oh. sexy when you were in the ad. Would you say I sounded like a whole meal while I was doing the ad? <laughs> a five-course Michelin star meal. Okay. Um, there is a bag. In- it's gift-wrapped. Oh. Oh. Okay. Somebody's already off to a good start. <laughs> Ooh. Is that the Amazon gift wrap? I think it's I so weird because I, I keep I getting it out on the <laughs> screen, yeah. and it looks like it's something that it's like you know kind of naughty. Oh, Ooh. it looks like what? It keeps getting blurred out whenever you like move it away from you, and it looks like you've censored oh, yeah. your gift. Was this, this not like a naughty secret Santa? I thought it was a naughty secret Santa. I mean, it, it can, can be. be a naughty secret yeah. Santa. Anything could happen during Millennial Secret so, Santa. Yeah, so. that's the. Ooh, that wrapping. does look like the Amazon wrapping. Yeah. They basically yeah. just throw something in a bag. I, I but think I it looks say, good. I always do it. It's green. Yeah. So Ooh. somebody knows my favorite color. Oh, my gosh. Somebody at Amazon knows your favorite color. <laughs> well, can't you, you can't the know. Color? You can't pick uh, the colors. But give the person credit, whoever it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm giving the Amazon worker credit. <laughs> they deserve credit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What is it? We can't see it. This is meant. 
It's called Ganja Land. <laughs> yes, I love Ganja Land. You love Ganja Land? Do you have this? Yes. <laughs> I have quite a few weed themed games. <laughs> <laughs> an epic weed adventure. It's like <laughs> Candyland, but weed. Wait, oh, like Candyland. So yeah. Whoa. So, like, someone at Amazon saw this and was like, I'm putting it in the green bag. <laughs> that was probably oh the gosh. highlight of their day. Is it like. <laughs> Is it like Candyman, but for stoners? Or not Candyman, Candyland. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, the players. So I've got a a wizard. I've got a leprechaun. I've got an alien, a mermaid, an astronaut, a cat, a unicorn, and a princess. I think I'm going to have a very good time with this. Thank you. Oh, I love that. This is amazing. We should all play together on Zoom. That would be great. Imagine Laura this having to awesome. move all of our pieces. <laughs> I already claimed Wall princess. Yeah, and then princess. you're like, Laura, do this while you're stoned. <laughs> all right, uh, Pam, you go next. So I also have a box that I need to open, but I'm trying to figure out how to open. Here we go. And I don't have a cool dagger, but I do have an exacto knife that may or may not open. Does anybody else maybe listening at home? Because clearly you two came prepared. I love just ripping open boxes. I refuse to use a knife or scissors. Yep. I'm not. I listen, use my fingers. I don't want to. I don't want to break a nail. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. Also, I feel like sometimes they're taped up really strong mm. and I can't get them open. And I yeah. end up tearing the box up. Whereas you could just cut it okay. open so mine mine is also wrapped but it's like fancy wrapped so that's oh, kind of okay. cool somebody went the extra mile okay so we have some coaster sets that have really fun little sayings on them searching diligently for the last time i gave an actual fuck <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and this one says drink responsibly use a fucking coaster so that's, that's pretty good. And this one says, when I was a kid, all I wanted was, all I wanted to be was older. This shit is not what I expected. That is relatable. Oh, man, that is real. <laughs> These are very cute. Um, okay. And then we have, let's see, a little candle. Yes. It says, Merry fucking mm. Christmas. So that's kind of cute. <laughs> and... Another bag. This is so fun. Merry fucking Christmas. (laughs) I'm sensing a a theme here. This one says, fuck yeah. It's a sticker that I can put on my new millennial water bottle. Oh, nice one. Free Britney sticker. Oh my gosh. Free Britney. Oh, that's amazing. I think that's it. No, no, no. That's not it. Hold on. Somebody went to a quirky gift store. I know. I love it. I love a cute little quirky gift store. Oh, my God. This is so cute. I can go put it on my tree after we finish recording. It's a little Care Bear ornament. Oh, my gosh. It's so cute. (laughs) Okay. I'm done for real now. (laughs) Very cute. Who should go next? Me or Chloe? I can go. I'm sorry. I was enamored with Ganja Land. (laughs) Trying to study the rules. Oh, my gosh. 
yeah, it has a lot of rules for a game that people ex- are expected to play, like stoned out of their minds. That's probably yeah. the point, you know? Like, so don't you'll be super strain confused. yourself, name eight strains of weed in 30 seconds and advance five spaces. Oh, shit. Like, you need to be like an educated stoner. I know. Like Which that. you are. I don't know if I'm that educated. Eight strains? There's a little box. Oh, wow. I don't know. Okay. What's it? It's okay. You don't know. Maveco Unique Beauty. It's a little box. Maveco. Oh, my God. Yes. I'm obsessed. Okay. So there's snake earrings, which is really on brand. I'm a Slytherin, in case anyone was wondering. And they're gold, too. Actually, the person asked me, they like anonymously, anonymously messaged me and was like, what? Silver. But they're little gold <laughs> snake earrings. I'm going oh, to wear these tomorrow. I'm obsessed. Okay. Illy, whoever bought it. This, ne- this is the next one. This one's a little big. I- I'm impressed. Earrings and something else. There's also another box. Sweet love. Oh, do I have a secret admirer? <laughs> I also am a ripper, clearly. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> a mug. Yeah, I need more mugs. I just- Oh, it's so cute. It has a heart handle. Oh my God, how precious. I love it. <gasps> Wait, I think it's one of those things where you like, you like put water or like something hot in it and it says something. Cause it, okay. It says really, whoa, I need glasses. Okay. You're fucking awesome. Keep that shit up. <laughs> I am fucking awesome. I love that. Thank you so much. Shut up. Oh, like, this is so perfect. I'm going to try. I really a very do vulgar sense a Christmas. theme here. Yeah, between yeah. Pam's and Chloe's, so f- plus my marijuana. Did Elster tell everybody Clearly, we're, we've been bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, I, I do sense the Amazon wrapping here, which is which oh. is good with mine. Now, here's what's interesting. This is something that I really cannot tell what it is from the outside <laughs> because it seems pretty large, and yet it's light. But it seems too big to be a shirt. So I've been very curious. I love that you've been thinking about this. Like, what could it be? <laughs> well, you know, it's part of the fun, isn't it? Maybe been that's... staring at you for however long it's been there. I have had it under the tree, so. How cute. Can't relate, but how cute. <laughs> <laughs> Chloe is Jewish, as she said. <laughs> Has she That's said some this good yet? context. I'm glad that you cleared that. <laughs> Chloe doesn't get a tree because she's a Jew. You can celebrate too. It came with oh Amazon. It came with like tissue paper and it was sealed with an Amazon wow. sticker. Somebody like, really wanted you to work for that. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't know what this is. This is like triple fucking wrapped. All right, getting close. Oh, it's wrapped again. Yeah, well, like in an envelope that they would have put in the mail this time. Is it as hard to get into as like the DVDs that you used to buy and you'd have to like (laughs) rip those apart? You just unlocked a memory. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Okay, so I think it's... Oh, this is... Wait, wait, hold on. I need to open this to actually read it. I was trying to read it without unfolding it and I can't... It's like a floor mat or a, it's like a placemat or something. If it says, <laughs> this is funny. If your pizza, Amazon, or Bruce Springsteen on the home. <laughs> that is so neat. Oh niche. my God. That is a, 
That's a doormat. Yeah, I'm this obsessed. is going. This is going at the front of my office. <laughs> I'm obsessed with oh, that. That's great. That's- Imagine Pat coming in to like ask you questions. Like, well, you don't have pizza or Bruce, so. <laughs> I wish I wish he didn't listen to this podcast and just he, he saw this in person first before. Um, he's not going to see it in person first. Y'all live together. Well, he already left for Christmas. Oh, oh. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm like, he's going to listen to the podcast. Like, do you not let him listen to the live streams? Like, he's wow. welcome to. He's welcome to. This is great. This is I great. I love that. That is so funny. I kind of Somebody just had put that it custom me. made for sure. That's what. But it says Amazon, so I think I I don't know. Somebody okay, probably well, went to Etsy, right? I, oh no, it was from it, Amazon. Yeah, I feel like there's enough weird ass Bruce Springsteen obsessed well, careful now. people. Careful mwah, now. Mwah. <laughs> um, All right, <laughs> let's want it. Let's uh, guess. How about we just go in the order of who unwrapped? So, Laura, who do you think yours was? And let's not reveal the answers. So let's all get a fair shot at this. I am going to guess Pam got me this because obviously Pam knows about my love of the ganja, um, but she is in California, which I imagine means she might have seen something like this before. Um, And it's also very considerate because... um, she knows I like games, board games, card games, and everything. So that's my guess. Locking it in. All right, Pam, who got yours? I you think? originally thought it was Andrew, but then as I put the box down, I realized that there was a card in my box, too. And um, this handwriting looks way too nice to be yours. Whoa. <laughs> I'm going to change my guess. And I, I'm going to say that it was, um, uh, I'm going to say that it was Chloe. I'll lock that in. All right. And Chloe, who do you think? Okay, my spidey senses are tingling. And I kind of honestly thought this before I even opened it. So I really want to know if I'm right. I think it's Laura. All right. Also, I use my deduction skills because you asked for my address the other day. (laughs) Oh, I I did. I did. (laughs) I sent these three cookies the other day. Um, I'm going to guess... What if he was like trying to trip you up? That's you know, true. Could be a trick. We, we had a little standoff at the DMs because I was like, "This means that you're." I was not like, "No one does it." I'm gonna I'm gonna guess Pam for this because she got me a Bruce related gift a few years ago. Uh, so I'm just feeling like she she got me again. So so she was like, you know, she's got to repeat the hits. I'll say Laura, I was yours. I you got you, Ganja Land. Yes. Oh my gosh. Thank you. You're welcome. Like you get me a lot. <laughs> huh? I feel like you get me a lot. I think you, I've had you for the most secret Santas. Yeah. That <laughs> yeah, that might be. That might be. But I know you two loved board games and obviously weed. That's by the people who made the what do you meme card game? Yeah. I Have love you seen that. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I thought that'd be a safe bet. Thank you. I love this. I'm gonna play it tonight. Who'd you have, Laura? I had Chloe. So Chloe was right. I'm a witch too, y'all. Surprise. (laughs) (laughs) The second I got it, I genuinely, the second it arrived on my doorstep, I was like, Laura, I got this for me. Was it because I asked? No, because you said, no, no, because I was like, 
anyone could send that. There was no personality behind black, silver, or gold. <laughs> <laughs> I just had, I had a, I had a feeling, but Pam, I was, I was your person. I love oh. it. Thank you. The card is really cute. So you have to open it. I like couldn't oh, say. Should I open it now? Yeah, I, I was couldn't. I was kind of worried that like it would it would be signed by the no, Santa. No, 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 no. It, it isn't signed, but I really love the card too. And yes, I did go to a very quirky store. <laughs> Figured. Seemed like it. As soon as I saw the handwriting, I was like, oh, we know. Because here's <laughs> the thing, y'all. My handwriting does not look that good. Handwriting is not that pretty. So it's like, yeah, that's me and Andrew are out. By the way, this uh, card that Chloe put in the box says, you're my favorite. Ho, ho, ho. (laughs) I love Love that. And uh, Andrew, I did get you. Yay! That was a great gift, Pam. I really do appreciate that. Thank you. I love this. My card says, enjoy your gift from your secret Santa. Amazing. (laughs) UPS wouldn't let me put secret Santa. They were like so against it. I was like, can you put secret Santa on the box so that, you know, she knows that she can't open it. And they're like, no, we can't do that. Not no. And I was like, all right, shoot. You should have just been like, she's legally changed her name. Secret Santa, Santa on the end. Well, I wanted it to say it was from Secret Santa. Yeah, yeah, no, and they I were like, it, we yeah. can put the UPS store. And I'm like, well. All right. So let's look back at the year that was. I have a long list. We can run through some of this stuff quickly. It's not going to be a huge discussion, but it is interesting to look back because you think of you think about the very beginning of the year and it's like, that was this year. That feels like a lifetime ago. Starting with January 6th, the insurrection. And uh, just an awful day. No fun to be had about that. It's still being investigated. Hopefully more people will be brought to justice. It's a big question still about Trump's involvement, particularly in the, the hours during the insurrection. So we'll see what comes of that. But that was a real bummer at the start of the year because just getting through COVID in 2020, a lot of people, I, I warned everybody at the end of last year, I said, don't think next year is going to be better. And this was really grim listening back to it. I was like, nothing ever gets better. <laughs> I probably made people pretty depressed um, during That's that your Gen Z tendency. Your yeah. existential there dread. There you go. Yes. But, you know, sure enough, we, we only got six days into the year when that awful, awful insurrection occurred. But in better news, on January 20th, Biden was inaugurated. Bernie's mittens went viral. We spoke about that last week with the meme. And we also learned that Joe Biden owns the largest Bible in the history of Earth. That's a fact. When you saw the swearing in, that guy was he had a Bible that looked like the the biggest book I've ever seen. I was very impressed, as was the internet. I just remember taking a deep breath in that moment and being like, <sighs> like, trust me, Joe's not my first pick. He's not my third pick or my fifth. But like, <laughs> this is better. He's your right 78th direction. pick or however old he is. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I cried when he was sworn in. I was at work and live streaming it. Really? And I yeah. cried. Yeah. And this per- this old man, I worked at a gym, came up to me and he was like, sweetheart, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. 
America's okay. <laughs> he was like, no, America's not okay. That insurrection should have worked. Then he stormed out. Laura, you had a big investment in January, yeah. right? Well, I wouldn't call it a big investment. Um, in late January of this year, uh, I made my first investment into Dogecoin, my first ever purchase of cryptocurrency or of cryptocurrency stock. And it's been a real learning experience watching it go up and down throughout the year. I didn't put very much money into it. Um, but I've done like relatively well on it, considering that it's currently worth 16 cents a share. <laughs> um, Good for you. And by that, I mean, I've made a couple hundred bucks off of it. Like, Heck yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean, pretty good. I'll, yeah, I'll take it's it. A couple hundred bucks um, more. <laughs> <laughs> right. But um, it's funny because I know, Andrew, you invested in Dogecoin. And then I think you got freaked out and you sold it. I did. Yeah. yeah. I probably should have <laughs> held in hindsight. I forget what I bought it at, but I don't I don't want to remember because I'd probably get mad at myself. Yeah. They tell you that's the worst thing to do. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, Laura, I remembered this. Uh, <laughs> you battled a gas station. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Just took it down in an epic uh, showdown boss fight type. A manner. gas station was trying to open up across the street from you, and you yes. and your neighbor said, "Hell no!" Yeah, I don't so want convenient access to gasoline and cigs. Right, right. Not at this stage in my life. Um, I, this was actually a carryover from 2020. This whole debacle started in the fall of 2020 and carried over into the spring. There were community meetings about it. Members of the um, condos that I live in all showed up to this Zoom meeting. And this investor who wanted to build the gas station and his lawyer were there on their own. And people were just hating them. And the lawyer's face was like bright red the entire time because she clearly wasn't expecting this many people to show up. <laughs> and um, by the time spring came around, I was like, oh, I wonder what happened with that gas station thing. So I emailed the lawyer just being like, hey, has there been an update on this? I'm just curious to hear where y'all's decision fell. And she, she wrote back and was like, uh, Mr. So-and-so will not be pursuing this venture at this time. And I was like, <laughs> fuck yeah. Because I literally would have been, I my bedroom window would have had a view right out onto a gas station parking lot. No, thank you. <laughs> no gas. Kiss my ass. No gas. Kiss my ass. See, that was the chant Andrew, I gave him. Andrew actually wanted this to happen because he wanted the drama for the show. He wanted the drama of me like protesting this gas station. Oh my god. Oh, I just I should have bought you like a gas station pump for children or something. That's <laughs> your secret Santa gift so you can make your own gas station. <laughs> you can still send her a Christmas gift. Uh yeah, I will. I There's will. I'm still find time. <laughs> I uh also around this time I thought that I had gotten impersonated on Bumble. 
Laura, Pam, sure you remember this. Oh, yeah, I, I do. Re- I can't believe this was this year. I know. Yeah. yeah. Didn't you get called out in real time while you were telling this story? Too yeah. On one the of show? our listeners, Jen, <laughs> was like, you weren't actually being impersonated. It was just you and somebody else's photo. But I was like, Jen, I said people were impersonating me and you told me to keep the tweet up like she was setting me up for failure i'm still feuding with jen over that well i think (laughs) i think it was because jen had come across that on bumble and sent it to us and was like is this you in this picture and then andrew told the whole internet I was excited. Yeah, about his Bumble impersonator. And then we find out live on air that Jen's like, no, like, Was that the first time someone's tried to impersonate you online? Yeah, well, (laughs) as far as I know. And I was so excited. Oh, I'm hot enough to be impersonated on Bumble. Yeah, you are. Yeah, so I'm bragging about it on Twitter. (laughs) I've officially made it on the internet. Let me know when you have an Instagram um, that's like you, but in the bio, it's like for naughty fun with Andrew, go to this <laughs> link. That's when you know you've made it. <laughs> yeah, fair. All right. Someone make that. Before this episode's <laughs> done, please. Wouldn't that be my job? <laughs> there we go. One of our listeners will do it. Um, so believe it or not, there was a second round of stimulus checks this spring into early summer, depending on where on the priority list you fell. I can't, that feels like another life thinking about stimulus checks. Like our government doesn't want to help us any more than they have to, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Probably won't be seeing another one of those. No. That's a 2022 prediction. You won't get another stimulus check. You absolutely won't. Even if it gets just as crazy. Yeah. 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 No. I'm the not Biden administration out, is but... like, we are not shutting the fuck down again. <laughs> Omicron be damned. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of COVID, also uh, in the spring, we all got vaccinated. I remember feeling very emotional about it. It was just like such a relief. I was like, am I feeling side effects right now? Or am I just like mentally exhausted after finally getting something that we wanted so badly? And just like really in that moment, appreciating the science and the the healthcare heroes and everybody else who made uh, those vaccinations happen. Yeah. And I was mad because Andrew stole my vaccine appointment announcement thunder. <laughs> um, so I had gotten my first appointment for sometime at the end of March and I went into Slack and I was all excited. I was like, guys, guys, I got my fir- I got my first appointment. And here I am thinking like I'm the first one to get one. So we go on the show and I'm about to make my announcement. And Andrew's like, see, Laura, this is why you save reveals for the show, because I got my appointment, too. <laughs> I was like, fuck you. But you've learned yeah. since then. Like I now have. you write much more vague notes when you have like something big to tell us. <laughs> I do. And it makes you really nervous. Yeah, it makes us nervous, too. when we just read <laughs> Laura's prediction, <laughs> Laura's news. <laughs> and then, uh, Pam, I was looking through the notes and I, I was reminded that uh, you went peeping on your neighbors. You still doing that? Oh, my God. <laughs> well, it's too cold for this particular neighbor, neighbor to be um, sunbathing in the news right now. So, <laughs> so, so no. I guess not. Um, yeah, I'm I'm very glad that I have not seen her doing this more than the one time because it was it was like too much. I did not need to see that much of my neighbor. So. Yeah, that, I would be shook. 
Uh, my drone offer is still out there, by the way. If you, if you want me to bring my drone over, we can go peeping together. I'll bring my drone. We do have some new neighbors to uh, the right of me. So, you know, maybe you can do some retcon on them. And Yeah, I'll check out their if, backyard. <laughs> if they're chill. Obviously, I don't wish to capture people nude. But, uh, you know, when I went back home to New Jersey, uh, my dad asked that I put the drone up above uh, our old backyard, see what they've done with the place. That's all. That's did all. Did he actually do... Did you do that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And I mean, look, we we broke into the house under the cover of darkness, but it used to be our house, <laughs> so it's okay. It's fine. We broke... <laughs> Andrew is admitting on this podcast that he <laughs> broke into a house no, no, I, and that, committed that, a crime. <laughs> that part's a joke. That part's a joke. But, if Andrew's look, not on the first episode back, everyone's going to know why. <laughs> <laughs> So what else? Also in the spring, a big ass boat got stuck in the Suez Canal and uh, yeah, kind of a harmless story. I mean, there were some supply issues that came out of that, but nothing but, uh, like now. Yeah, I know. Right. That was uh, <laughs> teasing what was to come. Also in the spring, and Laura mentioned this, man, we all wish we got in on this early. The meme stocks and the crypto, they exploded in popularity. And by the way, GameStop stock is still in pretty good shape especially if you got in during the lows of the year or prior to 2021. I'm shocked, as I'm sure a lot of people are, that that stock has really held up. Yeah, no, it's it's kind of crazy to think about because I've heard, I, I don't know anyone personally, unfortunately, but I've heard cases of people who made like tens of thousands of dollars in profit off of GameStop stock. Remember when we couldn't get that right? We were like, GameStop. You- you did. You, you nailed it perfectly. I think I complimented you on the show, oh, too. Thank you. Thank you. Um, well, shortly after this, uh, many of us were fully vaccinated a couple of weeks after receiving our second dose. And some of us even resumed certain social activities. Think about the la- the first time that we went out to a restaurant mm. after getting vaccinated or going to a movie theater and what that felt like. It honestly feels like a very long time ago but also simultaneously not like time this year is just a mind fuck (laughs) unfortunately 2020 was as well and people have been bringing this up there have been jokes on twitter about this like congrats to covid for your season three renewal we're entering (laughs) year three of this that is so sad. That's wild. I I saw a tweet that was like, you know, it's like we're back at March 2020 because my crush from 10 years ago just messaged me and I was like, yeah. Yeah, we don't we don't talk about that, but 2020 had no rules. Like <laughs> like in yeah. terms of in terms of like who you got to talk to, like people were oh, coming right. out of the woodwork. Yeah. Like your sixth grade crush was like hitting you up and being like, hey, you look good. What? <laughs> <laughs> like, I I just I can't. If that starts happening again, I'm gonna lose my mind. Yeah. <laughs> it does unfortunately in some ways feel like we're entering the start of the pandemic with the concern around yeah. Omicron. It feels like that, but like at least we know what's going on. Mm, kind of like we know how it transmits, we know what the safety protocols are, we have vaccines. So like in that respect it feels different, but it feels more like a 
oh shit here we go again you know yeah <laughs> like, yeah oh shit we're gonna have this booster but is it really gonna help i hope so yeah apparently it is about yeah. some of the efficacy mm-hmm. on boosters with omicron and it's looking good Pfizer and Moderna both said that. Moderna said that on Monday. Pfizer said it a week mm-hmm. or two ago. So, yeah, that is a relief. I saw a great tweet. I retweeted this on the Millennial account. This is not the same as March 2020. We now have testing, vaccines, protocols, a successful Gene Smart vehicle, a Chris Evans dick pic, four more Taylor <laughs> Swift albums, two more Princess Switch no movies, rules in 2020. A, Kennedy, a Kennedy Center honor for Joni Mitchell, and three more Nicole Kidman accents. It's very different. Very different different (laughs) listen no rules in 2020 literally uh we were all blessed by that pick though shout out to chris evans (laughs) i I didn't i didn't look at it how could i shut up i totally did (laughs) chloe how could you pam did too i want everybody in a minute right now pam you did didn't we all look i thought we all did <laughs> i'm just getting it on record listen listen i'm gonna tell you that it was like hard to avoid it was everywhere <laughs> you <laughs> open was. twitter and you're like oh my god chris evans dick hello <laughs> yeah and then at first you're like i shouldn't be looking at this you're like well it's already there right there good for him he good joked about him. it too right mm-hmm. that needs Laura, to happen you- to a few more celebrities that We're energy. so disgusted by all of us. <laughs> no, I, like, no, I actually I didn't see it. And like, listen, if it had come up in like a Twitter timeline or Reddit or something, I'm not saying that I would have like thrown my computer across the room or anything. <laughs> um, it just it just didn't happen for me. But I really liked people turning the America's ass quote into America's dick (laughs) quotes. Mm. I was down for that. (laughs) I I feel like you should show the dick pic to Mark and see if he does that same thing that he did after he got back from Spider-Man. Just go lay on the bed and like, you know, just smile, look, stare at the ceiling. That was my reaction. He might. (laughs) He might. I'll, I'll see. I'll ask him. I'll see what he thinks. Uh, In the spring, J-Lo and Ben Affleck reunited. Everybody was... Very excited about that. What year is it? I know. <laughs> they got together in 2001, I think, early 2000s. So that made everybody feel like it was the early 2000s again. In late spring, we thought COVID was going away and it was all over and we were all going to have a hot vac summer. Or in Chloe's case, she was going to have a hot uh, vax winter. Hot vax year, happen. baby. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't happen. I think we're all a little more comfortable going out, but still a lot of concern. In late spring, we had the Prince Harry and Meghan Markle Oprah interview. And I had to include this because I am still so shaken by that interview. Oprah is such a master interviewer. Were you silent or were you silenced? I'm still still shaking from that moment. I watched that with my mom. Like she and I went downstairs and sat in front of the TV. What a bonding moment. We're like, oh my God, let's put the interview on. Is your mom also like obsessed with Harry and William because she was obsessed with Diana. Yeah, I mean, her obsession with Diana definitely ran deeper. Um, but she definitely has an interest in the goings on of the royal family in general. So yeah, my mom does too. Mine too. <laughs> Did all our moms just fall in love with Diana? 
Yeah. Well, she was like the it girl yeah. of the 90s. She was. So. Did she's anyone else's girl mom? now? Are you kidding? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. She's she's having a moment. Her fashion <laughs> her power. has influenced my entire generation. Right. Right. In summer, the friends reunited. Any yeah. genuine friends fans here? Yeah. I'm obsessed with that shit. I, I enjoy friends, but I, I also like it's kind of hard to watch some of the bits because they're really outdated and some of it does not hold up. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still great. Ross is the villain. <laughs> That's a hot take. He is. Ross is the villain of Friends. But I love I love hangout sitcoms. Maybe that's the millennial yeah. in me. I don't know. <laughs> I'm hoping some of our writers or our listeners write in now and like, how dare Chloe say Ross is the villain? How oh, dare she? he is. I Come liked her on. until this moment. <laughs> Like, Chloe was cool. Canceled. <laughs> Whatever. Cancel me, baby. I live for it. <laughs> the Freedom Phone came out um, sort of in the middle of this year, late summer. This was the phone that we made fun of on the show. We got that, whatever the creator's name is, we got his video proposing it, saying things like, Imagine if Abraham Lincoln had censored <laughs> Facebook, Martin Luther King would never have existed or some <laughs> crazy shit like that. And we just had such a great time talking about this. Um, and Yo. then it's it seemed to fall off the face of the earth. We never heard much about it again until now. Y'all, my parents have this. Well, actually, you're kidding me. I know I'm not. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. They ordered it. I don't know if they actually got the phone and it was like a huge scam and they just ordered it. But my mom called me and she was so excited because she bought the freedom phone. <laughs> oh no! And my parents, yes, and my parents, like I said, like they are all over the internet. There's no going back for them. <laughs> Like, what makes you think that you having a freedom phone now is suddenly going to erase all of your internet? <laughs> <laughs> right. And it's a scam. It's yeah, a they, scam. I don't even think they got it. I don't think they got it yet. That's so the biggest scam of all. Find that freedom it. phone. Steal it. You're home right now for the holidays, I am, right? I am <laughs> At, Be like, hey, mom, that freedom phone ever should You should do a full review for the geek out segment. I will, <laughs> ask, I will ask about it. I will, but I, I saw this on the document, our planning document, and I was like, no fucking way. Because they do. They were so excited about it. And I bet you they loved that super weird advertisement. Well, obviously they bought it. Oh, man. This summer, in more serious news, the U.S. pulled out of Afghanistan, and it really was a whole mess. It was just total chaos, and I think we're still reeling from that as a country. In lighter news over the summer, I got called an asshole for not telling someone an elevator was going up before it went down. And in my defense, again, I told them, but I told them when the door was starting to shut. So they were already inside the elevator when they said, hey, by the way, this is going up first. And then I walked out of the elevator and I hear somebody go, asshole. And I poked my head back in the elevator. I said, did you just call me an asshole? (laughs) And this this woman was like, no. No. (laughs) <laughs> fucking hurt asshole that's that's cap <laughs> but that's... didn't she after you started walking away didn't she go yes i did say you're an asshole oh, as the yeah, doors yeah, were yeah. Closing. yeah she like, like couldn't... as the door was closing yeah yeah the second time i was oh my gosh i could not believe that if i ever see her again i'm going to war i i'm going to war <laughs> I'm going to bust out my phone. I'm going to start video recording for, for millennial listeners. Oh my this God. is like, Andrew's 
villain origin story. Oh, and of course, ever since this moment, the moment the doors open and it's going another direction, I'm like, wait, no, <laughs> it's not going where you think because I don't want to be called an asshole again. I'm just a little old me. Gosh. Someday you're going to tell somebody like, you know, this is going up, right? And they're going to be like, yeah, I know. And they're going to think you're <laughs> I'm not a fucking idiot. You can't win. Well, sir, one time <laughs> I got attacked. <laughs> oh, so bad. I was really shaken. You know, you just try to be a good person and then some per- some asshole treats you like shit for no good reason. Anyway. Yeah. Andrew, you try to be a good person, but then you turn around and come to the South and commit identity thro- fraud. Excuse me? <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah. How did I get a Publix card? How did well, that happen? Well, Laura, I was in, what was it, Nashville or Florida? I can't remember. And uh, Laura, oh yeah, I was in Nashville. And uh, I went to Publix to check it out because Laura's always raving about Publix. This is a food store, kind of mainly in the Southeast. And I was at, and at the register, I was getting my pub sub, the Laura recommended pub sub. And at the register, they were like, oh, do you, have a, do you have a card with us? Do you have a membership card? You know, like a free thing that all the food stores have. And I was like, yeah, I do. <laughs> and I opened my phone and I pull up Laura's number and I punch it in. And not found. I was like, oh my gosh, Laura is not a frequent flyer or whatever of Publix. She raves about it all the time. So I signed her up. They probably thought you were such an idiot for pulling out your phone <laughs> you to type in your wait, phone did you number. Put it under her name? Wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I put it under a name. Yeah, I did it online. Oh, okay. Uh, while I'm I was telling the story. just imagining this person being like, are you Laura? At the register, I said, I'm not, but my friend is. I, I wasn't like, oh. wait, I have Oh, okay. Yeah. But I still pulled out my phone to type yeah, in somebody. I was about to say, I would have thought you were such an idiot. I would have been like, this <laughs> guy doesn't even know his own fucking phone number. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you used to do what I do. I like my, I don't have like a Panera rewards card, but my best friend is obsessed with Panera. So I'm always like, oh yeah, I do have a rewards card. I just give her all the points. But I have that rattled. I have that like memorized in my head. So I'm just like. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody should sign up for every rewards program. They're all really good. Okay. You get the free coffee. Every you get single the free one. Sandwich. Yeah. Well, every place that you frequent, I mean. Oh, okay. <laughs> we learned that ASMR triggers people. I think an episode that I missed, um, you all had someone on the panel who talked about ASMR and you played some ASMR <laughs> and we got a lot of feedback from people being like, yo, never do that again. <laughs> Without a warning. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. Yeah. It was one of our bays who came on to speak about ASMR and uh, yeah, some people content warning ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> Adult content warning. Uh, in August, I bring this up because Pam and I are super fans. Jeopardy made a fool out of themselves when they totally screwed up the host replacement replacement. And Pam and I were really watching those, uh, enjoying watching those fireworks, right, Pam? Oh yeah. This was like big breaking news for the both of us. You don't like Maim? No, but no, th- no, 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 no. When they had the the producer, what's his face? Mark something. Oh, I was, was like, supposed Maim to be Malik like they just like they went shit. on this whole it was like so poorly orchestrated because they went on this whole like 
so whole search and everyone was like who's it gonna be they have all these guest hosts coming up and jeopardy was like just kidding it's actually our executive producer turns out he's an asshole <laughs> and uh the internet canceled him oh god yeah. so it, it was yeah. mike richards mike richards yes yes mike richards and there yeah. was some there was some uh reporting that he may have kind of swung the the host competition for himself since he was an executive producer the whole thing was very sketchy that guy was not a good host uh they mm-hmm. are gonna have ken and mayim host the show into 2022 so mm-hmm. they're taking their sweet ass time picking a new host if they just go back and forth between mayim and ken for a few years i'd be fine with that too me too they're great mm-hmm. i agree there is currently a trans woman on Jeopardy who's doing a really great job. She's yes. how, many, how many games has she won at this point? Oh, uh, uh, quite a bit. Yeah. I want to say at least 10. She's doing mm-hmm. great. Killing it. Such a great contestant, too. Just smooth mm-hmm. and a delight to see on yeah. screen. Like, just really love her. Laura, you had some big news? Yeah, I did. Um, Mark and I got to move back home after a year and a half of being out of our condo, after it got flooded. And had to be completely gutted and rebuilt. Um, took a real long time because of, you know, COVID, but then also some other extenuating circumstances, which I complained about a whole bunch on this show. Um, so it feels really good to be able to wrap this year by saying that that particular chapter of yeah. my life is complete. Also in the summer, billionaires had a pissing match over flying to space. <laughs> that was kind of annoying. <laughs> Penis also rockets. S- yeah. Jeff Bezos' penis rocket. Also in the summer, Simone Biles, she showed uh, on the world stage that it's okay to not be okay when she decided she wasn't going to compete in so the Olympics. Yeah. It was, that was so a really awesome. great moment for mental health and just the awareness around it and, and normalizing the issues around mental health. So good on you, Simone. Wanted to just mention here that um, the Gabby Petito case was this year. I know it was just a few months ago, but it also in a way feels like much longer ago than that. This took the Internet by storm. Internet sleuths were a dime a dozen during this time. But honestly, the Internet and specifically TikTok were kind of instrumental in getting to the bottom of some aspects of this case. Um, And Gabby's family was amazing in terms of creating a foundation in her name to help other missing and exploited people who don't get as much attention as um, Gabby would as, you know, a pretty white woman. And I just continue to admire her family for that, um, you know, facing that unimaginable loss with that level of integrity mm-hmm. um, and just care for other people was something that I admire a whole lot. Definitely. In the fall, Hypable closed. That was sad. That was my website, Chloe. Um, I know. Okay. Just checking. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, like I said at the time, it was, you know, it, it had to happen. I don't have any regrets about that. And it was a great 10 year run for the site. And we're really, really proud of it. Also in the fall, Brittany was freed. That was probably one of the best stories to come out of 2021. (laughs) Also in the fall, I got hassled for wearing a mask for the first time. That was annoying. It was the same place, by the way, where I got attacked about the elevator. You just shouldn't go there anymore. Yeah, maybe there's something wrong with that place. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Definitely. 
recently, the $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill was passed by Congress and signed by President Biden. This is kind of like the first big milestone, as Joe would say himself, big fucking deal (laughs) moment of his administration. (laughs) Unfortunately, it's been followed up by uh, Build Back Better being killed by a certain senator from West Virginia. (laughs) Andrew, I don't know what that face was. Is that how you feel about Joe Manchin? No, sorry, my 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 lips are just dry. I'll put oh. on chapstick. <laughs> Manchin, Joe Manchin. So you're Joe Manchin. About. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this happened all year, so I thought we should mention this. There were supply shortages seemingly everywhere, and I think we spoke about it earlier this year. But I'm still seeing it happen quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wrote about this on the Patreon the other day. The frozen food aisles in particular seem to be most impacted, at least in my area. And something really frustrating happened. I was in those frozen food aisles a week or two ago, and I go to one of the empty cases, and somebody put a sticker of Joe Biden, and it says, I did that. And they stuck it inside the case. What? What? Yeah. Yeah. So I assume you can buy these online now and just spread them wherever. Well, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, Joe Biden yeah. didn't. He's not solely responsible. I, I assume you can kind of blame the administration in some ways if you really try. But this was happening when Trump was in office. Yeah. And it's just the the effects of the pandemic. Yeah. Partisan blaming is not necess- is not necessary here. Yeah. Are you guys seeing anything in particular really missing from store shelves or online? The cream cheese thing is so funny. So there is a shortage of cream cheese, like particularly in the East Coast. And I just want to say, like, as a Jewish person and in the Jewish community, like people are mad. Like they are they angry. Yeah, they should be. Yeah, you're right. They should be. They should be more cream cheese. It's honestly an abomination. But there is like I'm on my feed. Like I am seeing my Jewish friends and Jewish news outlets piss the fuck off. <laughs> and I've never seen the Jewish community like so, so together. <laughs> so united. So united an against an issue, <laughs> truly. So I, I love that for the Jewish community and Jewish Twitter specifically. This is probably a bad time to mention that I got the last tub of cream cheese at Costco. <laughs> Pam, anti-Semitic. Pam, that's why I know I messed up. <laughs> um, but I will tell you that this is interesting because I was then speaking. It turns out we needed a little bit more cream cheese, so I went to this other store and they also had cream cheese. But the grocer was telling me that that cream cheese um, shortages happen every year around the holidays. So oh. it might have been magnified, but they were just like, this happens every year. Cream cheese is the first thing to run out because everybody wants to make cheesecake. We're not making cheesecake. But yeah, I thought that that was very interesting insight from somebody that's like in the business of yeah. interesting this stuff. So I don't know how true that is, but this is what she told me. Speaking of bagels, I am in love with Bantam bagels. These are these little bagel balls with cream cheese in the center. They blew up blew up after being on Shark Tank. You could buy them in the grocery stores. They were at Starbucks for a year or two as well. I love having Bantam bagels on the weekends. I haven't been able to get them for months in the food stores. And it's really upsetting, <laughs> y'all. It's really ruining my weekends. I'm at the point where I'm just going to order directly from their website, but they cost more. 
It sounded like you were doing an ad for like quite a bit of that. I'll do an ad. You're like, I love these so much. And I used to eat them every day. (laughs) I did. And I really, they bring me so much joy. And I know Duncan does a shitty ripoff. But if anybody finds Bantam bagels in your local grocery store, please inform me. I have never heard of these. Oh, oh, they're heaven on earth. I'm kind of grossed out by this. If I, I feel you. like I'm it's an abomination to, you, to the <laughs> Thank you. I'm disgusted. Is this by better it. or worse than what is it? The St. Louis style cut where they like. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> I, I have I'm to. Sorry, it's that is anti-Semitic. I feel oh, like that's not. Look, it's like you know, like at Dunkin', they have Munchkins, like the donuts. They're like that size, but there's cream cheese in the center, and you toast no, them. I get what they are. I get what they are. I see. <laughs> I'm I'm mad at all y'all right now. Be mad at me. Fire me. <laughs> Something that I've noticed has been furniture or even just like lumber supplies in general. When we moved back in, we needed to buy a new bookshelf because our movers broke our bookshelf. We still don't have one because IKEA has been sold out of bookshelves for months. And we're not going to spend $400 on a bookshelf. So it's going to have to be Ikea. <laughs> and we're just waiting <laughs> around. We check super frequently and it's always out of stock. Um, when we were trying to buy a bed, it took us weeks to be able to find a bed that was available. It was just a mess. And I think it continues to be. Oh, my God. Yeah, I moved re- kind of recently and I couldn't find any furniture. And I was sleeping on the floor for months, which is fine. Like I didn't have an issue. I had a mattress, but yeah, I couldn't find any furniture. I've seen crazy delays with Ikea as well. All right. Anything else before we uh, move on? Chloe, join the show. (laughs) That's a good one. I know. I was like, excuse me, where the fuck is that? Well, I had that until you started hating on Bantam Bagels, so I deleted it. Oh, no, you didn't. Let's move to our (laughs) 2022 predictions So I thought we should quickly revisit our 2021 predictions. Um, Like I said earlier, I warned everyone that 2021 wasn't going to be any better. Laura, what was your prediction? My prediction was for increased legalization of marijuana in the U.S., which makes, you know, my Gaja land game very fitting. (laughs) And I think I was right. Several states relaxed their marijuana laws, you know, ranging from like decriminalization to legalization to medical uh, marijuana usage legalization. So I think we're moving in the right direction. Pam, what did you predict? I guess I predicted I forgot about this, that Taylor would bless us with a third surprise release. Is that was that me? I guess so. Either you I guess or, it or must Jewel? have been. Yeah. Um. No, it must have been me. And I guess it was kind of half right because nobody knew that Red was coming. So if you're counting right. these uh, re-releases, then, you know, we did get an album that we weren't expecting. We'll accept that. Mine's kind of grim. I predicted that uh, Prince Philip and Bob Barker will die. Actually, I got one of those right. Prince yeah, Philip did die. Uh, the Price is Right host Bob Barker did not. But you know what? I'm going to be more positive going into 2022. I'm not going to add on to this list of death predictions, but I am going to carry over the Bob Barker one from 2021. <laughs> oh, no. What do you think uh, you is going to happen to Bob Barker? I, don't, I mean, the guy's old. Look, I love him to death. He's a, you know incredible host, but he's 98 years old. Okay. This is sounding to me like it's 
definitely going to be a death prediction. I'm saying I'm carrying it over from 2021. Oh, I thought you said you were trying to be more positive. I'm not adding more people to the list. I thought maybe I would, but I was like, yeah, this is too grim for the year that we've had. Fair. So 2022 predictions. I predict there's going to be a couple more COVID-19 variants that the world preemptively panics over. And might they be legitimately scary and bad? Yes. But please, like I said a week or two ago, let's not rush and panic every time there's a new variant. Please. We don't. Why do we want to do this to ourselves? Agreed. And kind of um, in keeping with that, I think that a fourth dose also known as a second booster, will be rolled out sometime around the summer of 2022. That'll be the six-month mark for when a lot of people, um, or six months since a lot of people got their booster dose initially. So I think that we'll start seeing that. I think marijuana is going to continue seeing increased legalization across the U.S., Um, I think that Georgia will, again, be one of the most exciting states to watch in the 2022 midterm elections. We've got Raphael Warnock defending his seat in the Senate. And we also have that Stacey Abrams and Brian Kemp rematch. So keep an eye on us. And then I say this, I hate saying it. I think that we're going to see a Republican midterm wave. Mm. Unfortunately, um, Democrats have not been delivering the kinds of things that are going to make people turn out of the polls. Unless something crazy happens early to mid-2022, y'all, and you've got something up your sleeve, perhaps. But I just feel like when I think about looking ahead to 2018, and it seemed obvious that we were due for a Democratic wave, I think that we're due for a Republican one, and I hope that I'm wrong. The pendulum swings (laughs) back and forth, unfortunately. Yeah. And I think, you know, Biden's doing a lot, uh, especially recently. I mean, just today, he got a new dog. I think that's going to shore up the midterm vote later this year. (laughs) And also kind of related, I think Joe Manchin might finally switch his party affiliation I don't know if he'll like go all the way to becoming a Republican, but I can see him becoming an independent and then trying to caucus with the Democrats. I'm also predicting that Stephanie Meyer, the Twilight author, she's going to announce a Midnight Sun sequel. Is Twilight cool with the Gen Zers, Chloe? No. Um, That's a no. I I read Twilight and really enjoyed it. Okay. But I was on the playground. I think I was in fifth grade when it was like at its height. And we used to like bite each other and pretend we were vampires. I have very distinct memories of that. Interesting. Okay. Like with somebody that's like 14, is that technically Gen Z still? Yeah. Someone that's 14 is like the youngest in Gen Z almost. Because I have it on good authority that like... Twilight is having a resurgence, like in the in the middle yes, schools. Twilight did yeah. have a resurgence, but like currently, because I we actually know somebody who my mom, like a friend of the family, and they took a trip up to Seattle. Sorry, um, and uh, the the lady's daughter wanted to go to Forks, and so then my mom was like, "Well, my daughter used to be really into Twilight, so she had to tell them about like my sordid past with the series." <laughs> I also predict there will be another new major streaming platform announced that we're going to roll our eyes at. These are just so hot right now. Everybody wants to cash in. So I wouldn't be surprised if you see another one of those. A big one, not just some dumb random one. I also predict the supply chain issues won't get any better 
any I need cream better. cheese. Yeah. No. I want to slightly carry over my Taylor Swift prediction. There's a lot of like discourse going on amongst the Swifties about whether uh, 1989 or uh, Speak Now will be the next album to be re-released. And I want to go on the record saying that I think it's going to be Speak Now first. And um, and then to balance out Andrew's death predictions, I'm going to predict that Betty White will live to see another year. Yes. Oh, that's a, that's a good way to turn she it around. Must. Yeah. She'll live to see 2023. I love it. Yes. I think the queen's going to die, though. <laughs> <laughs> if the queen dies, I, I really hope that um, that Charles just like steps down. Yeah, they skip him. Yeah, yeah. he steps aside, and 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 uh, William and Kate just like they just you go know. straight to Will. Yeah, exactly. I mean, is he that much better? He's no, but too. I mean, like he's no, not anymore. But for a while, he was riding high. <laughs> he's younger. That's true. I know the queen for sure is going to bite it. <laughs> so those are our predictions for 2022. This episode is very long, so in the interest of time, we'll skip our New Year's resolutions and get to those on the first episode of 2022. But I want to remind everybody that we want to hear your New Year's resolutions, your commitments that you're making to yourself. So tell us what you're committing to in 2022, and we will help hold you accountable. We also just want to know what you're promising yourself. We think that would be very interesting to to uh, to read. And think about ourselves. Maybe it'll inspire us. Maybe it'll inspire fellow listeners. So submit your commitments on our social media channels, which Chloe does such a great job running. We'll have a question box up on Instagram, and then we'll have you know posts on Twitter and Facebook as well. So thanks, everybody, in advance for doing that. We look forward to reading those. And it's time now for recommendations. I have made this recommendation before, but it, it bears repeating because I... Just love this product. I mentioned Bantam Bagels and they blew up on Shark Tank. Another product that blew up on Shark Tank was the Comfy. This is an oversized blanket that goes over top of you. It's kind of like a robe, but it just, it slips on. We all remember the Snuggie, but this is the Snuggie on steroids. It's like so much warmer, so much cozier. It comes with a hood. It comes with a big ass pocket in the center so you can easily carry around your phone. It cuts off below the knees, so it's still easy to walk around in. You're not kicking it like you do the Snuggie. Get a Comfy this winter. You will be comfy. Another ad from Andrew. (laughs) Sorry that I'm so good at selling what I'm talking about. Our third sponsor of the week, Comfy. After Bantam Bagel. (laughs) My recommendation this week is to this holiday season as you're out shopping, going out to eat for special events. Be kind to service industry employees. Consider tipping fat if you can, right? Tip people well. Um, And even if you can't tip somebody well, you can always treat them like a human being. I know that sounds like base level requirements of interacting with people, but you'd be surprised how many servers, people working behind a cash register um, or in any kind of service type environment, how many horror stories people have of people just treating them like they are nameless faces. And the best thing that you can do this holiday season is just be patient and be kind. Oh, good one. That's very wholesome. 
Um, I wanted to recommend Millennial Loteria. Loteria is a Mexican bingo. This is a game that my family and I have played for a very long time, but the original uh, cards are very outdated. Um, So a couple of years ago, somebody created a a more updated take and it's just like hilarious. Like they have La Selfie or El Student Loan Debt, things like that for spaces instead of like... El Mundo, which translates to the world, or like La Sirena, which is like a half-naked um, mermaid. So yeah, it's just been like, it's just like a really fun little uh, tongue-in-cheek version of the game. And if you're looking for something fun to pick up, they sell it on Amazon and also at Target, which is really cool. Um, I was really excited to see that they were able to get that into yeah. actual stores. That's so, huge. Good for them. Yeah. It's like when Bantam Bagels went to Target. <laughs> Next time I see Bantam Bagels, I, I'm going to have to pick Please. them up just to see what you were so on sad. about. I'm so sad. Chloe, what's your recommendation? My recommendation is a 90s throwback. Um, it's The Nanny. I don't know if y'all have seen The Nanny, but it is hysterical. It features Fran Drescher, who is probably the most beautiful woman that has ever existed. I have a huge crush on her anyway. Um, But she has influenced everything in my life, including fashion. And genuinely, I think that Gen Z is just like obsessed with the nanny's fashion. Um, But it's really funny. It's really Jewish. And I recommend also everyone in it is really hot. So (laughs) that helps. That does help. And there's an older man, which I like. I'm obsessed with an older Ooh. man. So like that's the moment. Ooh, yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> that's why that's why you're obsessed with me, Chloe. And you love all my ad reads. Yeah, and you're stuff. right. I'm an older gentleman. Oh, uh-huh. it's definitely you <laughs> on the Muggle cast team for sure. <laughs> oh, interesting. Oh. Well, we're at two hours, so um, we'll have to save this for another Come time. On, we know who Chloe's talking about. If you have any feedback, if you want to tell us who you think the hottest uh, MuggleCast host is, <laughs> you can contact us by writing directly to millennialshow at gmail.com or by using the contact form or anonymous confessional on millennialshow.com. You can also follow us on our social media channels. Chloe, you're doing such an awesome job, so thank you. It's been a pleasure to work with you, and we're looking forward to many more Months and years ahead. Yeah, more Chloe in 2022. More Chloe in 2022. We're Millennial Show on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Reminder, this week's After Dark, at least part of it, will be available in our public feed probably next week. But if you want to enjoy all of the After Dark installments, you'll have instant access to years of them over at patreon.com slash millennial. And Pam has an extra gossipy story to share today that has to be behind the paywall, as so many of the things that we discuss in After Dark do need to be. Well, that's it, everybody. Any closing thoughts from everybody before we say goodbye? Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Yeah, for the support. Yeah. Wear a condom. What? <laughs> Where did that come from? Get boosted. I was giving <laughs> advice. Remember oh. earlier this year we talked about how STIs are up and everything? Like, go into 2022 with healthy habits, everyone. Absolutely. <laughs> Happy holidays, everybody. Happy New Year. We love you all dearly, and we'll see you all in the new year. Bye, y'all. Happy New Year.